Welcome to episode 387 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn. Tonight we're talking about the Eagles Chiefs preview. Uh, you can't be more excited about uh, this matchup here. Eight and one Eagles versus the seven and two Chiefs going down to the belly of the beast in Kansas City. Uh, we, the Fourth and John podcast, know nothing about Kansas City. All we know about is dubs. Philadelphia Dubs. It's enough to make us go on an airplane. Shout out to Philly Sports Trips, but uh, for the, the the private charter. But it's enough to make us go down there and uh, you know say it with our chest. Uh, we're going to be down there in the stadium, and there's nothing else more that I would want w- want to be at is is at that stadium. We spoke it into existence early in this off season, saying that this was going to be the game two top teams in the NFL, and here we are. So if you're an Eagle fan and you're not amped up, I'd like to have a conversation with you. Or better yet, I'd let Evan Hollywood Hearn have a conversation with you. I can't hear you, Ev. <laughs> Ev was so fired up, he you couldn't even hear him. Nope. Well, Ev's got tech technical difficulties. I will carry on. I mean, think about Uncle Andy. Uh, Uncle Andy has been uh, a thorn in our side. I Hello. can hear you now, Ev. Hey, sorry to interrupt you talking about <laughs> Uncle Andy being a thorn in our side. You know what's a thorn in my side? is shitty technical things that, uh, you know, stop working as soon as the show starts. But I, I'm excited to see you and uh, Primo, Vince, the whole in, uh, out there in KC. Um you know, we're going to be leaving Saturday morning. Uh, and I, I, w- I was sitting here thinking, um, we, it is what it is. I, uh, I wish I was watching the Eagles play, all that. Um, I, I'm glad that this is the perfect time of year for, uh, you know, for us to rest up, get ready for this big game. Uh, but now this game being on Monday night, like, I just wish it would come already, bro. Like, I'm sitting here, like, I wish it was a Sunday game. Not because, like... I, anything with scheduling or anything like that. I just simply want to, to be here. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a primetime game. Uh, the whole world is just going to be watching the Super Bowl re- do the best teams in the NFL. And to be honest with you, I think that our our team, the Eagles that I know, is going to come out there with a hunger and a, uh, you know, looking for redemption, man. Looking to show that that loss in the Super Bowl isn't going to be a normal thing. Um, we, we run this league. Now, uh, B reporters have asked about, um, you know, some players about where they are and their feels about it being a rematch of the Super Bowl. A lot of uh, players, we, we spoke about Jordan Malata saying that um, where he was at, uh, he's taking it very personal um, for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he remembers watching the red and green confetti land on him red and while he was at the at the game. Well, we were, on this podcast, we've talked about the confetti is green. It's a vivid picture when you're winning. Uh, it's probably a nightmare when you're losing. Um, but I think uh, you look at uh, Brandon Graham, he says a lot of these guys know what the sting feels like to lose in the Super Bowl. And they're here and they're ready to make that sting go away. So I think um, Uncle Andy, like I said, who's been a thorn on our side, 4-0, and 
versus yeah. uh, his, his beloved Eagles. I think it's. I mean, you know, it's so, time to make a move and uh, I, take over. I on mean, as, as we sit here and reflect, I mean, um, you talk about them being a thorn in our ass. Uh, well, I just, I side 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 whatever. Um, what what is it? What is the what is the play from the Super Bowl that kind of haunts you the most? That you <sighs> sit back and you think about the Super Bowl and you're like, damn, bro. There's two that come to mind for me. I mean, there there's the, the holding call. Uh, it's it's the it's the and it's the fumble. It's the, I I wasn't even gonna go fumble. I was gonna go with the punt return. Nah, to me it means that that because I I just felt like the momentum. There was a momentum shift. Like if we take over there and we don't fumble, go down, and score again, it's a whole different game. Um, but the other thing is go the the field thing. Um, I have a coworker at work. His son is a Kansas City Chief. I'm not gonna say names. Uh, but his, uh, you know, <laughs> he is currently a Kansas City Chief. His his son is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. If I didn't make make sense, yeah, okay. um, and we were talking about the plays that hurt us in the Super Bowl, and I was talking about the slippage. Well, there's not going to be any slipping um, this coming game. There's no excuse. Well, like, there's well, no there's no excuses. You, I'm not you still... say there's not going to be any slipping, but I'm not sure if you've checked the weather. Uh... So far, I'm well, like, because of a field, okay, human rain, error. Rain, this, this rain. is God. This is from the football it, gods. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like you just just having those little things that um, just haunt you like that. Like again, it is what it is. You know, like you can't. You know, they they played on the same field, right? But that they did. It, it's just a fuck. It's an, it's annoying. Yeah, it it still hurts to think back on, but. Um... You know, th- this is a uh, this is new beginnings. This team, um, and so what do you think? I'm, I'm. You talked about like guys that played in that game. Brandon Graham obviously has been an Eagle for over a decade. Um, do you think that there is any sort of uh, talking to the rookies on this squad and kind of just gearing them up and be like, "Yo, this one means more." I think I think any player with awareness will know what it means means more. This is like when you're playing Madden and you, you shift forward. Yeah. With the controller. Uh shout out to uh Star Flow says Jalen is finally a 90 in Madden, by the way. Uh but I think you know you, you know when it's real. Uh the, the way the, the way the coaches are uh, coaching it. it's just this is it's like we, we just talked about uh last on the last podcast, like twenty seven million people watched the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles play. There's gonna be about the same amount of people watching this game. This is prime time Monday even night. Even more, bro. We got all the Swifties that are going to be watching as well. Swifties. I mean. uh, John says greetings and salutations. I'm looking for beatings and salutations on Monday night football. Um, Nick says, "Where's Primo? Primo is actually, you know, you know, he's he's he, he's being a responsible parent. He shall be here." Uh, Sue, he's gatekeeping uh, the hat from the last five. <laughs> uh, now, uh, uh, just a just a note here we have uh, Aton Chander stopping by, he's going Ooh. with some betting tips. Now, I'm not the biggest better, uh, I, I, I like numbers. I think a lot of you guys, Evan's always talking about some of his parlays here and there. I don't um, bet either, guy, yeah, but sure, <laughs> you, you, you could have went with me on that one, yeah. yeah. Um, didn't you bet on something? You did bet on something. 
Of course. I've, I've placed many a sports bet in the past. Okay. I, well, I just, uh, I'm retired point. is all. I'm retired. That's the point. Well, yeah. you're going to unretire when Aton Shander comes out here and gives you some 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 bets to, to maybe potentially bet on. No, I think that, uh, I mean, Aton is involved in the game. I, I follow him on Twitter, and I see him, uh, you know, putting his locks out there. I think he's a pretty safe bet to follow. Now, Nady says, we are going to swiftly whoop that ass. Um, I like I like his his vibe. Um, I heard that I heard that Taylor Swift might not be in attendance, and when Taylor Swift is in attendance, Travis Kelsey's numbers go up, go up. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hold any credence to that. <laughs> I think uh, Travis Kelsey was a Hall of Famer before Taylor Swift ever showed up. But you know, hey, he's one of the best tight ends in the game. That is what it is. Uh, shout out to all the people in the chat. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to you. Shout out to Mark Burr from Oregon. Chris Nady, Mr. Iflo, shout out to Richard, uh, Ryan, Ivan, Tim, and Peasy and Robert. Uh, the early birds always get the worm. Shout out to Taj. Uh, he, he's talking about the fumble uh, Jalen Hurts had. Um, Mark also doubles down with the fumble. Um, I, I was going to ask, though, um, like what, what, who do you think is, uh, you talk about thorns inside to open up this show. Who's go, who's going to be the thorn in our side this show, uh, this coming game? Because I got to be honest, I think it's going to be Swifty's boyfriend. Uh, I look at the way our safeties and our linebackers are set up. Uh, their wide receivers aren't exactly world class. They've they've definitely got a uh, subpar wide receiving core. What they do have is one of the best tight ends of all time, and an elite elite quarterback throwing to them. So um, I mean, might that's well, what I fear. We might as well get into it because um, I, I I was ready for you, Ev. I don't know if our safeties and our cornerbacks are ready yet, uh, but hey, we got we got some we got some reinforcements coming. Um, but we talk about uh, players like we we've been talking about the tight end, incoming tight ends, and what they've done to the Eagles as of late. Um, but week one, Hunter Henry, six targets, five receptions, fifty-six yards, a touchdown. T.J. Hawkinson, eight targets, seven receptions, sixty-six yards, two tutties. Logan Thomas, eight targets, six receptions, 44 yards, one tutty. Jake Ferguson, six receptions, 91 yards, one tutty. Uh, but at the end of the day, we are we are playing against the best tight end in the league right now. Um, I would have to agree that you're, you're going to have to you're going to have to do something to shut him down. There's a, there's a, there's a thing about like you know keeping the integrity of your defense and not like shifting parts to, to, to defend somebody. But like what we saw CD lamb do last week, he was having his way in the slot um, and they weren't doing anything really to contain him. You know, they, I, they were just, they had UDFAs. Uh, we had, we had, we had uh CD lamb. Anytime he had uh Sydney Brown on him, like, yeah, throw me the ball. You know, me the money. I mean, I I expect, I'm hoping that they have a plan for. I mean, they better. I mean, they, these these are world class football minds. I'm thinking that they know about this guy Travis Kelsey, and uh, you know the damage he can inflict. Um, that's just you know the one thing that I fear. I think that uh, I think he's going to be double teamed um, for majority of the game. That would be the smart thing to do, in my opinion. Uh, if you throw maybe with Roby back, you could have him in there. 
and then uh, some safety help. But I don't know, man. Travis Kelsey does Travis Kelsey things. So um, that's something we got to look out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing we got to look out for is uh, pork rinds uh, entered. The chat. <laughs> Hey, what no, is up, my guy. No, Yo, no. you done gatekeeping fucking hats, bro? I got people pounding down my door, showing up in the comment section saying, "Yo, fucking Primo won't tell me where I got that hat." Which hat? I don't be seeing none of the messages about hat. I don't got no problem telling them where I got a hat from. <sighs> there you go. He's got. <laughs> that I think we mentioned it what like two or three times during the uh, podcast. That so you're still gatekeeping. Just tell them where you got it. <laughs> Ivan, I don't know where he got it from, but I don't see what I got hey, it with. Look, here we go. There you yeah, go. There it is. There it is. There this it is. is shout out to Ivan. Um, Ivan. It's from Supply. Supply. Uh, here's the tag. You can't miss it. From a man, okay. Ivan. Shout out to Ivan, who's worried about Bradbury. Uh, I mean, so one player, one player that you're worried about. Uh, from the opposing side, right off the right off the bat, one player that you worried about from the Chiefs, right off the bat. Um, oh shit! I would, I would have I would have to say Bradbury, bro. I mean, because no, God. on our on their side. Oh, on their side. Yeah. Oh, that we're oh oh um uh shit, Kelsey, Travis, all day, man, Mr. Swift. Yeah, man. Uh, he, you know. The way our linebackers are set up—that's <laughs> the exact same thing I said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's 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 a scary it's a scary thought. I mean we've been getting killed in that middle uh, with all tight ends that we played against all season, and um, you know this is the best tight end in the league. So just imagine what we got to look forward to him. So I mean the game plan is if you could go ahead and at least minimize his plays and, and cut him down, and you know keep him to uh, a more civilized uh, stats. I think I, I think you know that'll that'll definitely play the factor of uh, you know us getting that W on Monday night. The thing is with their with their wide receivers, right? You know they got they got a lot of younger wide receivers, guys that aren't as seasoned as you know some veterans out here. Um, and there's some you know Rasheed Rice has been one of their top performers. He's a rookie. Uh, Sky Moore, second year player. Uh, McCole Harbin, they just re-signed Justin Watson. Uh, MVS, you know, these are guys that haven't had a lot of time with uh, with uh, Mahomes, but Mahomes is Mahomes. We have Kadarius Tony, the SoundCloud rapper. Uh, he's either dropping balls or you know he he's he flashes here and there, but he's just always inconsistent. Um, you know, that's that's what Chiefs fans will tell you. Like, what wide receiver is actually going to show up? Um, because at the moment there are a lot of jags. But yeah. Those same Jags scored in the Super Bowl on you, some some motion. You, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, oh, the, right. Sky Moore, when you brought him up, that was a guy that I just want to point out and be like, yo, like kind of a bum ass. But at the same time, I look back at the Super Bowl, and I'm like, he fucking torched us right on the goal line to get into the end zone. So I kind of bit my tongue. That being said, I think he is that type of player. I think Sky Moore is a gadget type of player that, uh, you know, they use with pre-snap motion. And um, that's really how he gets his. And that is definitely something that uh, I want to look out for this week is um, just uh, Andy Reid is one of the top coaches of all time. And, um, you know, also one of the most creative minds when it comes to play calling. So I, I really think like he's coming off a bye. We know Andy off a bye. Nick Sirianni does well off a bye, too. 
and he's had time to game plan this one. And I think that he's going to be testing. Um, I think he's going to be testing Desai all day. Hmm. Talk about testing. Uh, I am not testing out a new studio. I'm actually at work. Bougie. City line in the background and shit. You know, it's nice yeah. out here, though. It is nice out here. How, how, how many floors does, uh, just out of curiosity, how many floors does that, do you guys own in that building? Mm, like, I think 50 something. Wow. That's insane. If you're scared of heights, it's not the place to be. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, but we're talking about people to being scared of. I, uh, shout out to Conrad. Um, he says Pacheco. Pacheco is a, a guy who was a you know drafted late. How was it? I don't know if he was undrafted. Was he undrafted or was he drafted late? Um, he he had a all world Super Bowl performance for you know his pay grade. You talk about guys who came out. Um, Davey has a question. He says, how come Goddard didn't go on IR? Didn't bro fracture his arm? Didn't he go on IR today? No, that was uh, Dean. Well, Dean, I, I know Dean, but didn't they put him on? I, um, he's right, though. I haven't I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything about IR Goddard yet. going to IR. Uh, he'll be out for four, four weeks, I think. Yeah, so. uh, but Pacheco was pick number 251 in the draft. Yeah. And coming out of Rutgers, Davey right? saying the second, Rutgers. second to last pick. Yep. Mm. Now, uh, Jason says we need to make this a statement game. All phases need to be locked and loaded. I think from the term uh, peaking in high school, uh, I think we're a team that we haven't peaked yet. So I, this is this could be like an ugly duckling, ugly duckling type situation. Brian Dawkins called this team like a, you know, the way that we're winning is ugly. But uh, if they as, come as together, you, all, all sides of the ball, it could be tremendous. As long as you're stacking dubs, I don't care whether they're pretty or they're, they're not. I mean, the dubs are dubs, and that's the most important thing. And I brought up in the beginning of this show, I said, um, you know, th- thinking about the plays that, like, kind of haunts us from the Super Bowl. And I, I mentioned that, uh, that punt return, how them late in the game being set up, uh, you know, on our side of the field really helped them, to be honest with you. This, the crystal ball is telling me uh, we're going to reverse that effect, man. Britton Covey's been almost poking through, poking through, and then Nolan Smith tackled them on what probably would have been a punt return touchdown. I think we finally see – I think Britton Covey makes Pete Nathan a believer this Monday night. I really do, and I think that that is going to be a, uh, a pivotal play in the game. Yo, I mean, if that's the case, yeah, I, I, that's one receipt I would love to hold on to, man, to go ahead and say, <laughs> hey, you were right. But um, that was a good statement that I just saw from David because, you know, David, that's crazy is that last uh, on Tuesday's show, as we're here talking, I'm thinking that in the back of my mind, too, is a good question. Is Desai actually holding out on this, on, on the gauntlet part of this season? You know what I mean? Like, is there still more in, in the bag that he's going to go ahead and bring out in this second half of, of of the season, to um, you know, to show that he is that you know that guy that 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 defensive coordinator that we had confidence on him being when we when, you know when we brought him onto the organization, so it's going to definitely be interesting. And I mean, the statement definitely has to be made against this team. This is the true test out of this whole gauntlet period of the season. And if we could go ahead and hold these guys down and pull this W in Kansas City on Monday night, I'm telling you right now, we back. In Vegas, come February, and I and I got something that'll make people feel even better too. Because uh, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, let's think back uh, to February and like what was the talk of the town after that Super Bowl? 
freaking our defensive coordinator was on Zillow looking at houses in Arizona in the middle of that game, bro. He was not fully involved in the game. And so now we have a uh, new defensive coordinator who I think a lot more people are more confident in than Sean Desai than Jonathan Gannon. And uh, he's going to be fully enveloped in the game. He's not going to be distracted by the fact that he has a new head coaching job on the horizon. Um, we're we're going to have everybody all locked in in all phases of the game. Thanks, Hack. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ivan. Uh, also locked in, I think, um, not only decide but Brian Johnson. I think um, they're both – I'd have to believe that they haven't shown what they're about to show uh, in the next couple of games. You obviously got to you got to let some things back. I mean, they they re- they released the brotherly sweep the other day. That was interesting. I was like, all right, why did they put that out there early? Get people thinking. I, I don't um, understand why people are always like. I feel like whenever there is like a little wrinkle off of that, they're like, oh well, why did we use that then? Like, I thought that that um, was a perfect time for the brotherly. Nah, well, it was it was against Washington when the game was wrapped up. I thought was it, was it wrapped up? I thought it was, but. The way that we play defense around here. I, I don't know if it was. I thought like, it was. Thought if, it was. If, we, if we don't do that brotherly sweep and we just take three, that might be hey, a different outcome hey, of that game. They, they scored, like, super quick. We were up, like, what, two scores? Um, I just wouldn't have used it. But if they did use it, there's a reason why they used it, to get people thinking. So, But I, I don't believe they've showed everything. But it, we're, we're going to be forced to do some different things with uh, going more 11 personnel. You can see – a lot of a lot more three wide receiver sets. We might even go uh, spread them out. You know, Jalen likes to spread it out. You know, I feel like it's always a good thing. Uh, it's easier for him to diagnose what's going on. Um, but we got we got Jesse out here. Says Monday night going to be like the time you finally beat your dad hooping one on one. It's time to whoop Andy. Mm-hmm. I agree, Jess. Time is yours, Jesse. <laughs> time you, is you yours. remember that moment when you beat your dad for the first time and whatever when it is. When I beat him in a race, bro, that was the biggest. Yo, and my dad was like 50 some 54, and I was like 15, and I finally beat him. Dude. I was like, you like Jesus. How is this guy running like that at 54? Uh yeah, man. He was he was quite the athlete. But I think uh other other um situations we're looking at, I think um the way that their safeties, I'm not safeties, their corners are are built. Uh, you know, when we go uh, three wide, they'll, they'll bring in Trent McDuffie to, to man the slot. Uh, Mr. Sneed over here is having a, he's having a good year, man. Sneed is he's having a, a, a great year for them. So uh, McDuffie, you, honestly. McDuffie's having a great year as well. I got some little nuggets here. Uh, Legereus Sneed, uh, 322 coverage snaps without allowing a touchdown this season. Um, so that's something that he could brag about. But I think Jalen Watson is the guy that I think if you do, if he does get left on an island with uh, Mr. Um, with with Mr. Uh, A.J. Brown or Devontae, I think that's where you, you, you target. Um, what say you? Uh, yeah, I think that um, of all the guys that you showed that uh, Jalen Watson kind of offers the the best option as far as getting open. But like, let, let's look at our at our wide receivers. I mean, uh, we've got a top three wide out this year in A.J. Brown, who's just been dominant no matter who you put on him. 
And then you got Devante on the other side. Um, so while these corners might be having a good year, I'm even more confident in our wide receivers to get the job done. With that being said, man, I think this is pretty much going to be like a breakout game for Julio Jones. I think we're going to definitely see Julio a lot this this wow. Monday. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. I mean, given given respect to Goddard the two, being out too. Yeah, given the respect to the two outside guys on that picture. Okay, I got that. But one of them, one out of the three, is definitely going to get left on the island, and I think it's going to be Julio's island this Monday. So, yeah, I, I see Julio having a good game on Monday night. Todd says, uh, Kale says, the only they only run four threes in the Saunders family, except except for my brother. Except for my, my brother. He was Dwayne. a 4 athlete. He, 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 was the, he was the musician. Uh, um, but I think uh, I really it really does suck not having Dallas Goddard because, I mean, he was a big part of our offense and definitely a crutch that you could rely on, uh, especially the way Jalen – Jalen's knee was set up the last couple of weeks. He could just sit back there and hit the check down. I mean, good news. Jalen Hurts took off the brace. And everything is trending forward, he said. He said he doubled down on what is, you know, you know how he he, he left the press conference a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, they asked him a question. He just yeah. got up and left. Yeah. But the, the last quote uh, at his last press conference – after the Cowboys game, he said the bye couldn't come at a better time. He doubled down on it again today. He said, like I said in the last press conference, the bye couldn't come at a better time. And everything is trending forward. So you got to be happy about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, without Jalen Hurts, we stand no shot, man. So uh, him being healthy is the crux of our entire season. And I can't, I can't be mad at the, at the kid for stepping out of that, that interview. I mean, he gets overburdened about the same question all the time, worrying about his knee and everything. But, look, he just needed a little breather, get some time, and then, you know, he came back and he admitted, you know, he, like he just said, the, the, the bot couldn't have come at a better time. So, I mean, like he's healed up. And the fact that, you know, they, they announced, well, he announced today that the brace came off and, that, you know, things are looking real good in the future. Hey, that's what's up. Couldn't have come at a better time because, you know what I mean, we definitely going to need all of Jalen come Monday night. In a cool tone says, I'm going to be honest, I see us sweeping the gauntlet if we remain healthy. Mm-hmm. Look, I think that's that's a say with your chest. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, 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 in the same sort of, uh, I'm in the same sort of boat, man. I think the Bills are frauds. Um, wow. I, I, th- I think nice. Seattle's definitely beatable. Uh, we've you know already, who we've I already want. proven that Dallas is beatable. Yeah. Uh, you know Niners, who I want. Brock Purdy, the wheels are falling completely off. And uh, we got the Chiefs, man, which, I mean, we lost 38 to 35 in the Super Bowl that we, you know, this is a different team. And uh, new defensive coordinator, I'm feeling good, man. Now, they lost to the Denver Broncos, which shocked a lot of folks. Um, But like like you've seen in the NFL, anyone can get got. Uh, Our team got beat by the Jets, saw it in person. Pretty bad, pretty ugly. Uh, but they got they got beat by a Denver Broncos team that had seventy run up on them. Yeah, so any week you can get got. So I think uh, I, I just keep picturing. Uh, you know, I'm just you know I'm just trying to picture things, put it into the mindset, like being surrounded by you know because you, you look at the stadium, man. You look at the stadium; it's really nothing but red in those photos. Yeah, and that's there's, that's kind of nothing like a, but red in those photos. As, like as, our stadium, as Eagles fans, we are used to uh, traveling, taking over stadiums. Um, from what I've heard about Kansas City and how they roll, I'm thinking that we're going to be the minority out there, bro. 
I'm it's all good, that, man. Uh, but they yeah. still gonna hear us. They still gonna yeah. hear us, bro. Yo, yo, prime. This is the first time Evans is getting me feel like a minority. <laughs> He's like, well, well, I am on the show, asshole. I am in my uh, own neighborhood, bro. <laughs> 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 shout out to Ed, shout, shout out to Ed Money. Um, I just think uh, being in that stadium, I, we're, we're gonna have to have each other's backs, bro. Like, we can't no let we can't let Ev go to the bathroom by himself. Nah, nah, <laughs> definitely, I definitely might have to be taking those walks with him. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. But I'm gonna keep your ass in check too. Like, little boy, you gonna sit down and wait a little bit, all right? <laughs> this place too important to be walking around. You ever see? Uh, you see? Ever see those Marvel movies and all the superheroes are surrounding each other and they're like back to back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just like first Avengers, yeah. You know, because I'm saying when we get the dub, you gotta be like, you know, head on a swivel because it, <laughs> you know, it is what it is, man. I'm just, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling good. I, I feel like last. Two weeks ago, I said we were the litmus test for the Cowboys. And I, I, I do feel like the Chiefs are the litmus test for right. the Eagles. Yeah. Like, this is where I it's th- at. I like, think we're each other's and, litmus test, too. I mean, true, you brought up true. the fact that, that they lost to Denver. I mean, they've had games this year that have been kind of head scratchers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, th- I think that this is a pretty even matchup. Uh, it's... Listen, if I can give any credit to the uh, to the other side, dude, Pat Mahomes is unbelievable. I mean, the fact that he is able to turn that offense into, you know, one of the best uh, record in the AFC, like realistically outside of Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes, it's a pretty pedestrian offense, man. There's nothing really that special about it. Pacheco's decent, but like with the help of Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, uh, that opens Pacheco up more. Um, so dude, Pat is definitely going to be the biggest, uh, problem that we got to face. I mean, I think it's when his, his problem is not his problem, but it's a problem for our defenses when the plays break down. Uh, cause you've seen the way he plays. It's like backyard football. Like yeah. most quarterbacks don't throw across their body. Patrick Mahomes does that on the regular. Be able to do it, man. Um, he's an MVP type candidate, just like Jalen Hurts is, mm-hmm. um, so it's head to head, and we've seen we've seen Jalen Hurts outplay Mahomes. So that when people are like, "Oh, we haven't seen that before," we did see it before. Um, but again, uh, the best team has got to come up and win on. Uh, let let, on- let me ask you guys a little outside the box question because we know that Nick Sirianni's brain does operate like this. Uh, think about the games that we've played the Giants, uh, especially most recently, uh, when we have those videos on the sideline of players talking about Boston Scott. Like, oh, did Boston get in? Did they? Like, they all know about the whole thing about him being a giant killer. And, you know, Nick Sirianni seems to want to get him in the end zone versus the Giants to keep up that that sort of story and that sort of lore. Um, I don't know. Do you, th- do you think that Nick Sirianni is um, – completely lost my train of thought, man. <laughs> you think, <laughs> Someone save me. <laughs> do you, think, you, think you, you think Nick Sirianni is – yeah, no, I like Nick Sirianni or one of the players. No, another another player stepping in like a Boston Scott moment. No, oh, um, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about AJ Brown uh, in the same respect of how I was thinking about, um, you know, wanting to get Boston Scott the ball. I'm looking at the wide receiver rankings right now, mm-hmm. and with uh, CD Lamb, you know, kind of going off on bye week, uh, he's he's approaching uh, AJ Brown like, 
he's getting there. We, we've been talking a lot of shit this year as Eagles fans, uh, talking about how much better A.J. Brown is than CeeDee Lamb. I personally believe it as well. However, uh, do you think that there is now that they're like within 30 yards of each other on the year that there's going to be a conscious effort to get A.J. the ball more just to make sure that? Nah, I think they're just going to get him the ball when he's deserves the ball or demands the ball maybe uh no i just just i just think he's he's gonna get his uh but i i, I do think you know i was on a shout out to the arrowhead addicts um from uh the kansas city chiefs podcast um they were talking about doubling up aj aj brown locking him up bracketing the, him the Steelers tried that they got pointed at i said uh i told him i said i've seen i've seen aj brown beat double teams down in the red zone. I've seen them uh, stand over f- other players and point at them, drop drop footballs on them, um, s- sending them to therapists. <laughs> uh, so, hey, at the end of the day, the phys- he's a physical physical dude. Um, I, personally, off, off of my point, I think that – I think we're feeding the hell out of A.J. Brown this week. I, th- I think there is a conscious effort to get him to fall. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll go to 843 Phillies fans comment. He said, the physicality we play with against the Dolphins, we should play the same way. The Chiefs are not as physical like we are. And that's what just got me fired up because I, I love this comment here. Physicality at the end of the day wins football games. You have to beat the other team up in, in some sense. You have to give it, it – it's who wants it more. Like, I mean, are, I mean, how how – what else do you need to get you fired up after – Taking an L in the Super Bowl. This should this should be on the mind of everyone for the last 364 days. Like you should be, I don't. You could do the math. I I can't do the math, but you should be mad as hell. There should be no nothing else that wouldn't get you up than the Super Bowl L. Like I, I think the, for the Eagles, it's this game's personal. It is. It's a it's a rematch. Yeah, the Super Bowl rematch. But I think. It's definitely personal. Like, I think you you circled this on the calendar. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yeah. It just is. I think, uh, I don't know. I th- there, there's some people, like, I, was, I was just going to bring that up. Uh, it's going to be Eagles versus the refs. I don't want to think about that, man. I, I, I think it's going to... Uh, I think it's going to come down to just who played better, man. I think I, I really think that the Eagles are, uh, dude. I think we win by ten. All right, I like that. Okay. Twenty twenty vision says that this secondary can't handle Mahomes. This is the size of moment to show he ain't Gannon. Um, if the if the if the if if Mahomes opens up with a deep crosser across the, if where I feel like. They hit us in the Super Bowl last year in the first drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they hit us with that one play, I'll, I'm going to be like, all right, here we go. I you just know think that, that's Andy's play, though, man. Like Andy, on the first drive, just going deep. Like this. Uh, the deep crosser, man. The little, let's, let's, let's make sure that doesn't happen. If that's okay, I'm okay with that. Uh, PZ asked, do you all see the Eagles losing any games over in this four-game stretch? Um. I mean, I'm feeling really confident. Uh, if we were, if we were to lose one of them, I could I could see one game. Uh, but to be honest with you, I think that it's possible that we could sweep, dude. And I just think the way that we're playing, like everyone was like, "Oh, wait till you play the the Dolphins," and the you know, we'll wait till the Dolphins play mm-hmm. the Eagles, or, or wait we'll wait till the Cowboys, wait till the Eagles play the Cowboys, or wait till the Cowboys play the Eagles. And, and you know what's a great thing to think about, too? I was doing the math last night. We've, we're nine games into the season. We're eight and one. We've got eight games left. If we were to just go 500 the rest of the year, four and four, we're still 12 and 15. We've done that well in the beginning half of the year to set ourselves up for the later half. So we set ourselves up for this gauntlet. If we end up losing one or two of them, I don't think I don't think we end up losing two of them. I think we end up losing one at most. But yeah, it's looking good, bro. And I just want to say to you all, you Eagle fans who were upset about the way we were winning the, our games early in the season, there's no – you shouldn't be upset. This is why we were talking about a dub is a dub, and you have to appreciate each one because it sets you up for success down the way. Like other teams – We're in know. the driver's seat right now as far as exactly. controlling our own destiny exactly. and, and owning the home field advantage and the first-round playoff by which, as we know, as Super Bowl winners in Super Bowl 52, that's everything, bro. Having home field advantage and having that buy, like J- Jalen was talking about how, you know, this this buy couldn't have come at a better time for injuries. Like, yeah, this team gets battered up throughout the course of a year. Think about where they're going to be another, you know, eight, nine weeks down the line. They're going to be beat up still. Uh, so to get an extra buy in there and let guys heal up, huge. Yeah, the Chiefs coming off buy as well. They are all – ready and full fully healthy fully participants uh around so they're they're a healthy team i know they had some in there with this all wins matters todd says uh good teams find ways to win ugly games yes sir i think uh 
I, again, you, you see the way that the Eagles are winning. It's like it's a, it's like a. I'm not even a big MMA. I used to watch a lot of MMA, but like, you know, your 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 game is well rounded. Like, can you take it to the ground? Can you can you stand up? Can you, you know, rear naked choke someone in a in, yeah, a, in a in an MMA good. way? Yep, you yep. know, can yep. you hit a twelve parlay? <laughs> eight time champ. Yeah, maybe maybe eight time can help us out with this. Uh, My guy, eight time. What's going on, man? Look at look at Sharp over there. Like look at the backdrop. Uh, Very clean. I'm, I'm contractually allowed, uh, mandated to have Odd Shopper wherever I go. So <laughs> oh man, they they put this thing together for me in the event that you know everywhere I go supports green screen. Not like they look. I I need to have the full setup where it's like shelving and stuff like that. But th this is the lazy man's version right here of a background. That's looks all. good, and the camera looks good. It bro. does look good. It does look good. <laughs> look, anything to mask the fact that now with a four week old on top of a two and a half year old, I haven't slept. My wife hasn't slept. Like congratulations life is not on normal that, in my house. Thank you. Life is not. I'm telling you, man. Before I met my wife. There was no gray. Kids, this was like dark brown. All my feet, like I had no lines, no wrinkles, nothing like that. You should have seen Gail when uh, the it, podcast first. It'll started. it'll come back to you, man. Don't worry about it. Never, never, man. I'm gray forever at this point. <laughs> How you been though, man? Great to see you. Thank you for dropping on. No, uh, likewise, likewise, fellas. I'm I'm great. You know, look, this is a, this is a fun time right now, and I think the difference is that. And so much has changed. 2017 is kind of like the born again, if you will, right? To take away a, a little bit of where we are right now. Because if if we hadn't seen a Super Bowl victory, yet we've seen now Jalen Hurts, and now we've seen two years, there's always going to be this doubt like creeping in. But now I think we enjoy a lot of success where it's simply a matter of belief and conviction that we're we're watching and enjoying a Super Bowl contender. And we don't mean that like, oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl every year. Like, no, 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 no. They are legit a contender this year. So I'm great. You know, like, screw my personal life. I'll <laughs> sacrifice it all for the benefit of this fan base. And Aton, let me tell you, man, had Tom Brady had completed that Hail Mary in the Super Bowl, bro, that would have been, I mean, that that's just the Philadelphia curse, man. We, we would have looked at ourselves forever cursed. <laughs> <laughs> it, you're right of all people too right yeah, yeah that, that's i don't care whatever faith you belong to whatever god you pray no, that was to, poetic like, exactly and, and that's that that's that entity saying see i'm right you're wrong being an eagles fan is the wrong thing like right. that would be validation <laughs> that we were doing something completely wrong at that point but no we, we got one we got yes, one sir. Yes, sir. do you think eagle fans are like they they, they like the whole season we've been talking about wins and like it's like everyone has to be validated like it's but it's it's cool to see us you know we're out here fighting we're, we're hitting people in the kidneys we're we're, we're we're jabbing people uh you know we just haven't curb stomped anyone yet um i but we're still winning um so i feel like if you need you need to feel validated you beat the chiefs in at their home stadium Coming off by, no. Less. It can't get any bigger than that one. Yep. Yeah, man, it's it, it's weird, right? Because I'm with you, and I think that this is probably the, the type of game where their early type of struggles. They're going up against a better defense than advertised, and probably a worse offense 
than bragged about when you really look at everything overall for this Chiefs team wh- where they are. But but I'm with you, and it's weird because like the, even the Phillies, right? They they go to the World Series, and it's like okay, they lose to Houston, and they have this team, this talented team, but it's 162. It's this long season, and you're hoping to kind of just get back, right? The Sixers, we can say whatever the hell we want about the Sixers, but the reality is, is if they, they just need to get out of the second round, like yep. the bar is so low right now that they just need to get out of the second round with the Eagles. It's the gift and the curse where it's kind of like, Hey, you know, at the, at the same time of belief that this is a Super Bowl contender and that the city knows that we're watching a contender and that they still have to play this like smash type game or just slamming the opponent type game. Think of where the bar is. But then again, I go back to where we were pre-17, where that was the bar every year because people needed to fill time on the radio and they had to tweet and had to do this other stuff. This is a realistic bar right now mm-hmm. where if the Eagles lose a game in Kansas City, the four of us and everybody else, we're disappointed because we know we, we expect better from a team that should win the Super Bowl this year. So, yeah, I think you're right, Gail. Like, this is a pretty big test, even though it's the middle of November even though it's a road game against a non-conference team, even though you could easily explain away a loss and say, well, they're still in ahead of the Cowboys and everybody else. I, this is a big game, even beyond the Super Bowl revenge. I, I, I think that's a great point too, Aton, because like you, you look at just, uh, you you talk about setting the bar and like where, where the bar is set at right now. And you're exactly right. I mean, the Eagles expectations right now, are Super Bowl or bust, and we, we realistically go into every single week in, in any you know given matchup, and we expect to win that game because the bar is so high. And when there is you know if if we cough one up like to the Jets, it's an it's it's a pretty big letdown. Uh, but we expect the best out of this Eagles team week in and week out. The standard is the standard, Evan. Yeah, yes. but it's uh, a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, no, I mean it, it keeps you alive as a fan, right? I, I don't know, you know. Maybe the Chiefs, probably not, because they're loud and crazy out there, as y'all know. And uh, not New England, because it's Boston, and people are just angry up there about everything. But I'm sure that if you find a fan base that maybe it's like the Yankees, where it was kind of like, oh, hey, well, you said everybody's mad in Boston. They're mad in the Bronx, too. But the Yankees were so good that it was just this easy aside of not having to be miserable on taking, like, the sick train up to Yankee State, whatever it may be. Right. What is that it's hard to find a fan base that's watching a team this good that's kind of in this sense of malaise where it's just like oh, okay we got another Eagles game to watch we'll never be that we'll yeah. never take this team for granted no matter how great they play and I don't mean that as a negative I mean that as a sense of like you know and I think it's a testament to just what the the make the mental makeup of the Philadelphia fan is because here we are in consecutive years going eight and one through nine games, and there's still just factions of people out there that are, well, is this team legit? Is this you know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even understand what what the argument is. Uh, you know, there's always going to be people online that aren't Eagles fans that are trying to disparage in any any way, shape, or form, but. There, there's still fans out there that don't feel 100% about this team. What, what is there not to like? Is it just because we're not blowing teams out? The, the ugly wins, as they say? Uh, well, 2020, yeah. he, he says below, he says, does the offense lack the killer instinct to finish the teams off? We kept Dallas in the last game, Washington before that. And Casey game, we let them back in that game. Um, I, I really do feel like they got to take it personal. 
Yeah, I, I think they. But will. like, I I still think that like the the mental makeup of the fan. Like, I think that we could even and maybe I'm maybe I'm exaggerating, but I think that we could even blow a team out. I don't think it would be the Chiefs. I think if we blow if we found a way to blow out the Chiefs, everybody would be, oh my God, this is the greatest Eagles team we've ever seen. Yeah. If we ended up blowing out <laughs> and, and, and another opponent this year, I still think that there would be people that would be like, oh, well, now we got to get up for the next game because we just, you know, kind of blew our load in the last one. <laughs> right. But, but well, that's, that's the not- thing, Ev, like, when did we become the Big Ten and this is now Ohio State needing style points? Right. Yeah. We've got five yeah. games against really difficult teams. Hell, if they went 5-0 and and they won each one of these games by a game-winning field goal, I, you can't have a different opinion than the fact that you look back and say, they just beat five good teams. Like, they just won five good games. Now, I get it where it's like, you know, Burmy and others just, you know, give me what you want and, and give me this big explosion of offense. I, I got to be honest, fellas. As much as I think the Eagles are going to win this game outright as a dog on Monday night in Kansas City, I don't think you're going to see that Super Bowl level fireworks offense and all that. I think both teams are going to rely on on getting to the pass rusher and actually slowing this game down. Both teams have the quarterback to slow an offense and be competent and still keep the other guy off the field. Hmm. That, that's that's the thing too, though. But I mean, like as a fan, you know, as somebody that we're at the games every week. Um, I'm not upset on how we've been pulling off these W's. I mean, shit, it's like I, I heard this statement the other last night on, on the movie. You went by an inch, you went by a yard. A win is a win. And I'll take that all day. I mean, the way these guys are coming together and they're making things happen. Do I get upset about some of the play calling? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we could do we could be better. We could be better in that perspective. But I'm gonna take that W all day. And then, like you just mentioned, I mean, we go when win. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying when we go five and zero in these next five games, bro. I'm, yo, I'm riding. I'm riding that wave high. Like I'm going nonstop. Like yo, we did our part as the Philadelphia Eagles, as this fan base, and we pulled it through. And we, and for all the doubters out there, I mean, because we're gonna get that every week, no matter what. Especially like from these Cowboy fans, these Giants, like our divisional, you know, rivals. Man, look, I'm. I'm good. I'm. I'm happy. I'm I'm really satisfied on where we're at right now, and now I'm ready to see these guys go through this gauntlet the way they need to. And the and the funny thing is, that as bad as the Jets loss was, I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that I, I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of glad that they lost, but I'm saying I'm kind of glad that they got some perspective of where you need to reality. have your game at. Yeah, I mean, they a need a reality check, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm so geeked up because we're, we're going to we're going to KC, we're going to Dallas. And I'm going to Seattle, and so to see all this stuff live, I'm like, I'm, I'm cherishing this little vacation. Getting and, um, living in the gauntlet, bro. Because I, I, I just feel like I need to be in it um, and experience some things. So I feel like crossing some stadiums off the list. But I know uh, Aton is a betting man. Like you know, you, you, you know, you you can give us some good tips. Uh, you know, let me know, bro. Let me know. Let me hear. It. So. I'm looking at this here. I got three bets here for you that uh, I found, and we, we can talk these through here, all right? 
Wow, you're giving me the full screen. What, oh, yeah. what happened? When, when oh, you're looking that good, you, bro, man. it's hard not yeah, to. It's all you. Well, see, now, now people can see, like, the what do they call it? The crow's feet. Yeah, the crow's feet. Look at the you're full beard, about vacation. though. I got, months, I got months of vacation time in these bags right here. All right. This is what I love. All right. Let, let's look at this. We're going to tell a story, really. Actually, I found four bets. I lied. I have a fourth bet here for you. We're going to tell a story. That's the best thing you can do. You want to put these together in the same game parlay. That's fine as well. But I strongly suggest just taking these individually. The first is the Eagles winning the football game. They have survived way more than the Kansas City Chiefs have. And I'll leave you with this thought on why I'm taking the Eagles simply. And and it's really a matter of the quarterbacks. The Philadelphia Eagles have found ways, not one, but multiple ways to win a football game without Jalen Hurts, meaning Jalen Hurts can struggle, make a play or two ultimately in a game, help his team win, but not be the main reason why they have to, why they win or will blow a team out or just handle a team or get by. The Chiefs haven't done that yet. You look at when they've lost, Mahomes has been in check and guys are looking around like, you know, used to be when AI got the ball, kind of just like, all right, brother, go ahead, you do something. And just standing there like waiting for Mahomes to do something. That's going to be huge. There's no home field advantage, especially when you have an Eagles team like this. Give me the Eagles plus money on the road to win outright. I don't need points. Two, two and a half points. It's not worth it. Just give me the birds to win it. Found this on Caesars. It's actually a fun bet for you all out there. It's first drive for the Eagles, so it's one of these quick bets. But one thing Nick Sirianni loves to do, one thing that Brian Johnson, one thing this Eagles offense loves to do, test, right? Just Mm -hmm. be a pest. Test that opposing defense. Take a shot downfield between Devontae, A.J. Brown, maybe if it's even Swift or O.Z. in the slot, somebody along those lines. The Eagles are going to take a shot. Plus 165, yes, Philadelphia first drive to include a 20-plus yard offensive play. Again, plus 165 for that. Third play for me, over 58.5 rushing yards for DeAndre Swift. As I mentioned, the Chiefs' defense improved, way improved from that Super Bowl. You're going to be able to run the football, just have to stick with it. That offensive line, inexcusable that they wouldn't run the ball. Give me DeAndre Swift over 58 and a half rushing yards. Last thing, it's going to be plus money out there, and I know he's kind of disappeared from being our hero, our MVP of the season, but Monday night game on the road in Kansas City, they're going to use Jake Elliott. Over one and a half field goals for Jake Elliott at plus 118. Bet that, John. (laughs) I'll make you some money this weekend. As as, as a man that is a huge, uh, you know, supporter of the Kickers of People 2 movement, I I love a bet that involves Jake Elliott. And uh, let me ask you, this this is something that I've been, some propaganda I've been pushing on recent shows. (laughs) Is Jake Elliott the, uh, the best Eagles kicker of all time? Absolutely. Absolutely. First off, who else would it be outside of he or Akers? Am I missing an obvious one? And pe- People get caught up in nostalgia. I mean, D- Akers was here forever. And I, listen, I had an Akers jersey. I loved Akers too. Yeah. But did he win a Super Bowl? Did he kick 60-yard bombs? No. Hey, no, hey, Elliot is, Elliot's the truth, man. Yep. Hey, Aton, did you uh, happen to see Elliot's commercial with Prime? Not the other way around, but the commercial was with Prime. Uh, it's it's running. It's it's running on NBC Philly, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get his autograph now, um, yeah, prime, prime is available. <laughs> the over under on digital? the. Uh, Can I get like a Ferris sign or, or autograph? Prime is that cool? You know, one of those. 
You got it, bro. I got you. No, got but you. you you brought up you brought up doing your bets uh, something you. that I think is um is really similar to how I observed the Eagles Super Bowl that we won uh, versus the Patriots. The way I looked at that, and the reason I felt so confident in the Eagles going into that game is the fact that the way I looked at it is the Eagles had the better team. The only thing the Patriots had in that game is the better quarterback. They had Tom Brady, obviously. But overall, the entire team itself was better than the Patriots. They were just carried by Brady. This Chiefs team is eerily uh, reminiscent of that. I think that this Chiefs team, outside of Mahomes, Kelsey, you know, the big names, I think that it's a relatively pedestrian team. I mean, you've got, obviously, Andy Reid running the helm, but... I think that this Eagles team is much more well-rounded than the Chiefs team. Well, well the thing, the funny thing about the Chiefs is, like, you, you think Chiefs offense, but actually the Chiefs defense has been holding their own. Uh, they've been a, a, a solid unit. I think that's where – I think with with the Chiefs offense, they've had the similar struggles with their offense where Mahomes, you know, they're taking away the big plays. It's – in it, it's – yeah, you, the quarterbacks have to take what's given to them. Sometimes they'll force the issue, and that'll mean that'll mean throwing a, a pickup pick here and there. I mean, there's been times you've seen Jalen Hurts where he he has a check down, but he's he's going for a you know a double team situation with AJ because he just trusts AJ like that. I think at the at the end of the day, it's which quarterback is going to take what the defense gives them, and there's a number. 20. 20 seems to be the magic number. I can't believe I'm saying this, but to your point, Gail, this is how improved Steve Spagnuolo's defense is this year. In their seven wins, they have held opponents to 20 or fewer points. All seven wins, it's 20 or less points. Hmm. Now, their two losses, allowing over more. So they're allowing 16 points per game as a whole on here. If you get 21 points from the Eagles, Odds will tell you that they're going to win this football game. Yeah. Now, can they win this game 18, 17, 18, 15 over the Chiefs? Probably. But 21, 23, 24 points, that's where it gets difficult. I can't believe I'm saying this, but that's where it gets difficult for Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense to keep up with Philadelphia. And that is pretty surprising, just considering the fact you think how high-powered Pat Mahomes' offenses have been in recent years. Like, if we can get above 21. um, When we get above above 20. Just give me 21. 21's fine. You don't even push on 21, Evan. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm going to need these guys to teach me how to bet because uh, I I have math anxiety. I don't know. If you, I've been pushing that narrative the last couple of uh, podcasts. Years, so people, bro. Years. People, they hit me with numbers. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm yep. listening to you, but inside, it's explosion. It's, yeah. It's, Look, you know. punch Bob's brain. I you took, know. I took a computer science <laughs> class in college to satisfy my math requirement, and it was like, it wasn't like coding or anything deep. It was like introduction. To computer science, which is essentially just like, you know, creating the most basic version of like Oregon Trail or some shit like that. <laughs> so my point being, Gail, is that if, if somebody who is so math adverse like myself can figure this thing out, can build a bankroll, cannot deposit in these accounts every week because I'm out of money. If, I, if an idiot like me can figure this out, these two can tell you that you can definitely figure this out. And it's fun. It, once yeah. you figure out your process and once you actually have 
You bit, and you're not just throwing random money on stuff. It's actually right. fun. It's amazing it how fun it can be. Are you are you more of a straight bet guy or a parlay guy, or a mix of so, the two? This yeah, this is where this is where work gets in the way of real life, right? Because it would be it would be like you paying somebody to give you health or nutrition advice, right? For food. And, you know, it's like, give me the healthy way to eat shit, right? Like I want to, <laughs> I still want to deep fry my stuff. I still, and meanwhile, this person is living like a six pack life, like a chiseled life. So in my day to day, I try to limit parlays as much as possible, but for my job, the masses, everybody wants parlays. Everybody yeah. wants the three leg, four leg, five leg. So I have to research and now give out parlays. They come like I, I try and bet everything that I give out. I, I will bet. So at least I have my step and my stamps and everything behind it. But it's crazy, man. It's crazy how much money you can just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all, of, all it takes is, is one poor bet in a parlay for it to all go down the drain. And there's nothing worse than when, like, you're putting it together a parlay with your friends and then you added just one little leg on there and they're wow. all celebrating the win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. I still, See, need, what, I still what, need one more field goal. <laughs> what we're going to have to do is we're going to. Do a bet together, all of us. Like not, that. not you, not you, uh, Aton. But the, why? The put you he could be in it. Oh, you, you know, we'll put all our money together. And since I got the anxiety, I'll let you handle it <laughs> and, and pick it out. You know, pick it out. Um, bet that first drive. Bet that twenty plus yard. I like off that one a lot. First drive. Yeah, I do, I, I, I do as game. well. And is that is that just uh that's 20 yards uh gain in any way? It could be a run or a pass. Anyway, can okay. be Jalen Hurts, can be Swift on the ground, could be AJ Brown, anyway. Love that. Love that. Is there mm-hmm. is there any uh did you happen to catch any bets as far as uh the amount of tush pushes in the game? Is that is that an available line? Not legally. You can go offshore there, but that's that's when I get in trouble pushing <laughs> yeah. that stuff. I'm sure there is some book out there. Where you can bet the amount of tush pushes the Eagles will have this week. I, I'm I, and there's probably a bet somewhere offshore on whether or not it gets banned this off season oh, or sure. the over unders for how many they do in the rest of the. I what, guarantee your, you, there's going to be one. That? There'll be a prop bet in the Super Bowl. There'll be a legal prop bet in the Super Bowl tush push surrounding so long as the Eagles get back. I I can promise you that. Do you think that the tush push is something that they're going to make an honest effort to pull out of the game between this season and next? Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I do. Now, look, the competition committee, the safety committee, all that shit together. Who knows? Right. It does take votes. Jeff Fisher has been a thorn for years trying to remove stuff. And the Eagles have tried to push their crazy stuff, too. And it just gets shot down. I think ultimately. There are two things. One, the league realizes that if done correctly like this, it's unstoppable. And it now adds this extra advantage that I don't give a shit about because the Eagles are using it to their advantage. But I can see now the teams, right? And, and this is the nature of where you're, you're not in this open market, competitive market. You're in this cap 32 team market and you've got other owners. You've got somebody down in Dallas. Well, you know, you got all this shit here trying to be an ass to take away. The other part of it, and I think this is more a mask of it, but I do think that there is some sense of it, is that somebody's going to do this thing wrong, right? Like, it's not going to be Jalen Hurts, but somebody's going to do this. It's like the TikTok video. Some asshole out there is going to do it wrong, ruin it for the rest of us, hurt their neck, get knocked out of a game, blow their knee out, something like that. And that's what they're going to use to say, 
ban this shit immediately. Yeah, yeah. Hey, get your hamstrings up, QBs out there across the league. I do, I do wonder how that's going to look though, too, because yeah, like coming. the 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 QB sneak has been a part of the game since pretty much the game started. Yeah. And um, do you think that like it'll just be remove the QB sneak entirely, or just be the pushing aspect? No, it's the pushing aspect. But look to your point. I think that Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, maybe not so much Josh Allen now, like what we believe Josh Allen to be. You you take some of these guys, Jalen Hurts, even Patrick Mahomes, you put them three yards in the backfield and you clear everybody out and it's just him, a QB draw and and a shotgun, I think is way more dangerous than a tush push. But the reality is, is that you've got this rugby-esque scrum you have guys that haven't played in that position before. The league is concerned as they're always under this guise of safety. So I think that's that's where it comes from. But hey, look, I, I think that whenever you have a quarterback with the football in his hands and there's open season on him, like, okay, they've just snapped him the ball. He's now a runner. Hassan Reddick coming around the end full speed into a human being doesn't seem like it's less dangerous than <laughs> just getting pummeled three feet yeah. away from each other. Brute right, strength right. against each other. <laughs> I mean, while we're at it over here, we, we like to speak things to, into existence and, and kind of uh, guess what's going to happen here. So we're going to we're going to we're going to say uh, who our MV, offensive MVP uh, when when we beat the, the Chiefs. I'll, I'll start with you, Aton. Who? Who would be your offensive MVP? I think my offensive MVP is going to be DeAndre Swift. It doesn't mean that A.J. Brown, Devontae, it doesn't mean that even Jalen Hurts, that these guys are not going to have a good day in the air. But the ground game is there for the taking. And, And I get that the Kansas City Chiefs defense has been improved. With this offensive line, especially coming off the bye week, you should have a multiple pronged attack here to use the ground game. Kenny Gainwell, like we've seen head on straight. This kid can play and be productive, especially in that role. Jalen hurts. All right. You know, you want to crack a smile and tell us it's all good with the body. Let's see it brother, because we're going to need your feet out there as much as we're going to need your hands and your head when it comes to throwing the football. I'm telling you, I, I, I have a feeling that this is going to be a big game for Deandre Swift. I understand Dallas Goddard's injury impacts the run game, but there's going to be some, there's going to be a catch or two out there for Swift as well. So I'm saying Swift for me. Okay. I I, I like DeAndre Swift a lot too. I think he has a major impact in this game. Um, For me, it was between three guys. And uh, I I think I just got to lean on number one, man. I think Jalen hurts. It's not just going to be a good game through the air. I think he's going to make some plays where, uh, you know, where he just puts the team on his back and he goes and gets that first down. Uh, You know, he's got, he drags three guys with him into the end zone, something along those lines um, (laughs) where Jalen hurts just has that uh, has a few of those plays where you're just like Jalen hurts is the only guy on earth that can do that. And uh, I think that that will help uh, be the reason that we win. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I'll pass it to you, uh, Primo. I'm going to stick to the guy that I mentioned earlier, man. I think Julio Jones is going to have a breakout game. Uh, The fact that, uh, you know, um, Devontae, AJ. What's that? You want to bet that one? Hey, listen, man, if it's out there, you'll be talking about it. I wonder what Julio's over under on yards is, honestly. I got it. Hold on a second. See? I'm going to guess like 38 yards is his over under, is my guess. 
I may have to go to like hey. I was on Caesars, but let me try FanDuel here. Just you know, I'm actually FanDuel. learning as we're going here. I'm understanding what you guys are saying. Hey, listen, man, we got a nice we got a nice plane ride. We'll, we'll talk about it. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll bring you up the park. We'll no, but I was I was I was also thinking a wide receiver for my own as well. I mean, I really think that AJ Brown um, is going to continue to do AJ Brown things. He is the, in my opinion, right now, I think he's the best player on our team right now. And everyone wants AJ to like rub it in. You know what I mean? I want I want AJ to go out there and completely ball like how yeah. AJ does, man. And I think that if you just put the ball in the hands of your best playmaker on the team, and you you ask him to go get that win for you, man, I think that AJ Brown, uh, he will obviously be watched. He, he's going to be having double teams on him for majority of the game. I still think he gets his and has a hundred yard game. Mm. By the way, Julio not up yet. Okay. On the big board. That's because that's because uh, you know controversial. Prime's uh, prediction hasn't gotten out there. That's all right. He's plus four twenty-five. I see him on DraftKings plus four twenty-five to score a touchdown. That's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. Uh, Yo, I mean, yeah, we we saw him against Washington in the seams. Uh, That was that was a play that they 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 practiced that. That was the Julio play. So just imagine. I think uh, without Goddard, there's going to be some a lot of opportunities uh, in the seams for Julio. Julio. So still still so weird. It's weird having Julio on our team, man. (laughs) Uh, How about a defensive MVP? We'll go Aton first. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see this Chiefs offense. They're going to try to commit to the fo- – I, I know this is wild, but they're going to try to commit to Pacheco. They're going to try to run the football. They're going to try to do whatever they can just to get eyes off of Travis Kelsey. I mean, the, the, everybody in the world knows what's going on here. And the one thing I am concerned about – I don't know if you saw this, but Kelsey is undefeated when well, – um, Yes, Taylor Swift is there. Right. I don't know why I blanked on her name, like of all people, but it makes sense. Right. Like outside of Beyonce, there isn't a larger female presence on the planet that you could argue at least. So it's either Beyonce and or Taylor Swift. And they're probably like right next to each other, depending on what music you listen to and all. So point being is that if if any of us had the most powerful, just biggest presence show up, right, like if all of a sudden Taylor or Prime or pardon me or Beyonce showed up at Prime Spot when he's doing the show, he's gonna be grilling like it would be the best show he's ever done because he's showing out until, until he got home and he had to. I'm just saying, I'm just it's a, it's a little concerning there, but um, I, I think you're gonna see you're gonna see the pass rush, and and I think that you can look at a couple of different guys. It seems as if Hassan Reddick has found groove where getting around and, and really putting pressure on that outside has forced lines to kind of break down and adjust in game in which they can't. I, I still think even though Eric Bieniemy is gone and A. Reed's still there, I, I still think I'll say Reddick, but I think you can basically take your pick on the defensive line. It's going to be pressure on Patrick Mahomes that wins this game. Hey, I got some numbers on uh, Kelsey with, with uh, Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift factor uh, with with Swift in attendance, he he's averaging eight point five catches for hundred eight yards, Thanks. and uh, 0.5 touchdowns per game. Uh, when Swift does not attend Chief games, he's averaging five point eight receptions for forty one uh, for forty one point three yards and zero uh, point five t- touchdowns. 
Um, they said that Swift has concerts on three consecutive nights, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. So uh, maybe she's too tired to... Uh, <laughs> nah, they're, they're, this is going to be the biggest game of the year. For she'll, be the she'll, she'll be there. She's definitely going to be there, man. She's going to be there. That's how you know. But here's the thing. That's how you know, no matter what happens in the field, right? Oh, some somebody, I don't care if it's a Cowboys fan, an undercover fan here, it's not Phil. Somebody's going to try to take away from this win. Well, you know, Patrick Mahomes fumbled the football off his foot. How often is that going to happen? Or, you know, Andy Reid didn't. How, hey, 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 hey. They beat the Chiefs with Taylor Swift in attendance. That's a quality win. Okay, quality win. Do you re- do you remember uh, on Twitter last year um, that that graphic that went around just tirelessly, probably made by a Cowboys fan that was just disparaging like every Eagles win, like it was like, oh, the Eagles beat uh, Kirk Cousins in primetime. Oh, the like I-, I would just love to see if Taylor wasn't in attendance. Just that list again. It's like the Eagles yeah. beat Chiefs without Taylor Swift. Like it's a fake win. <laughs> Somebody's waiting to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Eagles just need to shake it off and get that um, W. But but back on uh, the topic of defensive MVP, um, I actually I'm not sure if you guys uh, had seen the the graphics being th- I bring up Twitter again uh, that were passed around this week, but uh, they were talking about our very own Jalen Carter being the top uh, one of the top interior uh, defensive linemen so far mm. this year, uh, being put up there with the names of Donald uh, Dexter Lawrence, all the all the big names. Um, I think that he shows out this game, man. I think that uh, Jalen Carter is a a big force in causing pressure up the middle. I think he's disrupting the run. I think he's disrupting the pass. And I think that um, it's it's going to be a lot of people that are going to be put on notice that were outside fans of the Eagles and saying that when the Eagles lost Javon Hargrave, that was going to be a massive loss. I think that we're going to be able to point to this game and the performance that Jalen Carter puts on and be like, no, we're, we're right where we need to be. Hey, I'm going uh... – Hassan <laughs> Reddick, Hassan Reddick, he, he already he already took it to Wiley, who was the right tackle for the Chiefs at the time. He understands if he goes back into the game and realizes how many opportunities that they missed. Like they they know those offensive linemen. You know what what they you know what they wore at the Super Bowl parade for the Chiefs a zero sack shirt. So if you if that's not enough bulletin board material, they've been thinking about that for they've been thinking about the zero sacks T-shirt. I know they have. Um, so Hassan Reddick is going to get his. Yeah, I mean Hassan Reddick. Uh, you know, um, you guys I told you guys this before. Hassan Reddick is a good friend of our minds, and um, I spoke to him recently. And this is one of two games he has circled on the calendar. This game against the Chiefs. The next game is against San Francisco. These are the two games he wants the most. So Hassan Reddick is definitely going to come with everything that he's got um, this Monday night. But with that being said, I'm actually going to go with Josh Sweat. I think Josh Sweat is definitely going to go ahead and light it up. Um, you know, we're going to be – yeah, I think we're going to be in attendance a majority of the time. You know what I mean? Giving the sweat <laughs> sign and everything. I think I think, I think it's going to, he's going to be lights out on Monday night. So I'm going to go with Josh Sweat as the MVP of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I like the way that sounds, man. Uh, but before we get out, I just want to give a big shout out to Philly Sports Trips, who's uh, making sure this trip happens. Uh, shout out to them uh, providing the the private charter. Um, Evan, again, slow motion cam, 
his hair is blowing because me and me and Prime can't do that. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna have a lot of footage of that. <laughs> we have a lot of footage of Evan looking like a, like a rock star out there. Uh, but shout out to Philly Sports Trips. They do have um, tickets for tailgate the – not for the tailgate. Tailgate sold out, guy. Oh. But for the pep rally on Sunday, they do. They still do have uh, tickets for that. Um, Seth Joyner is going to be down there. All caps, Seth Joyner. Always, uh, you know, you love Seth Joyner's takes. He'll be down there with um, Hollis Thomas as well. Um, so just want to give a shout-out to them. Um, and uh, before we get out of here, uh, shout out to Aton for hopping yeah, on. Thank you, Aton. Yeah, um, we want to, want to give a shout out to Bud Light, Red Bull, and Concha Hawk and Italian Bakery for all their support of the tailgate. Uh, but how about uh, some some last ooh, your prediction, score prediction, and then the last word? Uh, we'll go with Aton first, score prediction, and your last word. I'm going to go 21-17 Philadelphia. We talked about that magic number. I think they get 21, and it's just going to be tough, tough for the Chiefs to score. So Eagles 21, Chiefs 17, and I'll leave it at that. They beat they beat the Chiefs with Taylor Swift in attendance. I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> I like that. Um, as for me, uh, I told you – I. I think that the Eagles at the end of this game are going to end up winning by 10. I'm going to go with a, uh, at least 10. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to go with a, uh, uh, I'm going to say 27 to it's going to be, it's going to be a nine point win. It's going to be 27, 18. That's a, that's a definite odd number day. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to go ahead and throw a curveball, man. I got these boys winning 34, 14. 34-14, a route in KC. Right? Yeah, bro. I think we're going to surprise this team like we surprised the Dolphins. Straight up. I like that. I like that. I'm saying wow. he, he said it with his chest, man. I said it with my yep. chest, man. Yeah. Being I there, being there Monday night, I think, you know, I mean, listen, they're going over, they're going to definitely be uh more people, more Chiefs fans in there. You know, I mean, that's their stadium. It's hard to take over that stadium, but they definitely going to hear us. You know, could I mean? you they're imagine they're going to know we there. Do you imagine if Taylor Swift shocks the world and shows up in Eagles gear, bro? Oh, bro. That's you talking about momentum. Oh, man. <laughs> she, oh, pull, bro. she pulls a uh, a Cam Newton, like, you know, that, that, would, that would be nice. That would be cool. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go 34, 31. I think mm. it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a high scoring attack. It's two solid offenses. I think, uh, just going to be a rowdy, rowdy Monday night football game. I think mm. uh, energy is building. I think not only the Eagle fans want to see this, but NFL football fans want to see this matchup. This is a rematch of the Super Bowl. Two different teams. There's some different players over there, but the nucleus is still the same. I think uh, Sirianni has them. The mindset. I think uh, the way that he has them playing. I think he's he's got these guys self-aware. Uh, but again, they don't need any. Any any bullet there there will be a lot of bulletin board material, but they don't need none. Uh, they got a Super Bowl L, um, and they, they feel the sting, like Brandon uh, Graham said. Hey, and there's only one way to uh, figure out this 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 game is uh, just win, just win, Eagles. That's all we need. Uh, shout out to all you guys in the chat. Shout out to Aton Shander for joining us, giving some bets. Bet that John. Shout out to Evan. <laughs> Shout out to Prime. Shout out to Hollis Thomas and Mel Davis. 
Uh, but we'll see you guys. And, and me too. But we'll see you guys in the next one. As always, fly, eagles fly. And we'll see you guys in the Go next birds. one. Go birds. Go birds.